Welcome back, everybody. Nice little calm little second week from the podcast here at Dom That's True. The podcast when doming sports news meets even more hard-hitting truths. Owen, Dom, my host, how are you doing? Hey, welcome to the second Tuesday, my man. Right. I know. I'm Truman Steen. That's Owen Dom. Uh, I'm found at twitch.tv slash steenmachine. He's found at twitch.tv slash domination7. D-A-H-M-I-N-A-T-I-O-N-7. And Steen Machine spelled S-T-E-E-H-N machine. All one word. But, how are you doing? I mean, man, it's nice, right? Kind of. We have something. We have easy stuff to talk about this week. We don't have to. I know. We don't have to do. We don't have to do. Uh, you know, we don't have to do previews. We don't have to talk about. You know, football is here. We're in the thick of the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, MLB is about to come up on their playoff season, and and oh, and I can't say it enough. I'm but I'm, I'm going to say it twice already. But man, the NFL's back, and it the NFL's back. Feels just a little NFL's normal. NFL's back. It's a red Monday. Everything is right with the world, and I got a huge test tomorrow. So, you know, it's <laughs> not everything is perfect, but we're out here. <laughs> nice. Of course. Of course. But, uh, you know, so the, big, the biggest thing, of course, is that the NFL is back. And so let's yes, just sir. get into it. And I, you know, I'm a, I don't admit when I'm wrong easily, right? We've known each other for a few years here. I'm not the first to say I'm wrong. I'm not uh, proud of being wrong. I'm not happy when I'm wrong. But I would be a fool if I did not discuss uh, that I maybe, sort of, somehow, might have been wrong about... um, About what, Truman? It's a, it's about it's about the Browns. It's about the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> oh, the Browns! Oh, I am I for one am shocked. Uh, all right, all right. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, of course, last week on episode one of Dom, that's true. I started off very hot for this podcast by discussing that I thought <laughs> the Cleveland Browns were going to overtake the Baltimore Ravens for the AFC North title. And I would like to just come on here this week and start off by apologizing about it. It's okay, Truman. I accept your apology. Everyone's succumbed to the Browns hype before. It's only happened in 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. And finally, we arrive here in 2020 when the Browns have once again fooled us with... Uh, I don't know if it happened all those years. There's certainly there's a lot of years that we believe the Browns are going to be bad for, like, a while. This seems to be a fairly new phenomenon. Phenomena? Phenomenon that we all decide to have a, what is it, mass hysteria for the Browns and say, well, yes, the, Browns are, the Browns are certainly going to do something here. And then, of course, the Browns are. <laughs> the Browns, Brown. And I don't even, can, can you even name their head coach? Because I can't. It's not where oh, that's not where Joe Judge went. Oh shit! It's the other guy. Oh man. No, I'm bad. I'm oh. It's not Freddie. It's not still Freddie Kitchens. No, is it? Freddie Kitchens is gone. They hired a new one. I know they didn't hire Eric Bieniemy. <laughs> and Joe been. Judge went to the went to the Giants. Oh, I'm trying to remember. I think it was another Belichick disciple, wasn't it? 
Maybe, but this show goes to show you how much I don't pay attention to the Browns. I've never bought into their hype. Uh, my brother continually says that Browns are going to go nine, nine and seven playoff team. I keep having to remind him that in a division with perennial giants, the Steelers, and up and coming newcomers, the Ravens, it's just not going to happen for him. Also, I'd like to point out that just because the Browns lost, that does not mean that other teams in their division fared worse. The uh, the Bengals managed to lose against a team that missed three field goals. Yes, that was that was very not great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anybody I don't know if anybody's thrilled about. <laughs> you said, you said the Bengals did. The Bengals lost. Is that what happened in the Chargers game? The Chargers missed three field goals in that game. I'm pretty sure. Oh gosh, I was just I'm having flashbacks to the Monday night meltdown of Steven Goskowski for the Titans. Holy, we'll get to that later. But of course, yes, you did mention you did mention Joe Burrow, and of course, as always, we have to welcome Joe Burrow to his new life of being on the Cincinnati Bengals. Welcome to the Bengals. Oh my gosh, that's oh just a heartbreaking win. You put him in the exact, you know. Of course, you're taking advantage of a few mistakes, like you said, uh, and uh, we, you know, <laughs> and we saw it. We saw it there, and they Joe Burrow gets him in contention, pulls him close, pulls it. You know, does this late rally, does the late comeback, gets him in position, can't can't get the, didn't get the touchdown, but gets him in you know easy kickable position where for a field field goal kicker that had already made two field goals that day, and then mm-hmm. and then the Bengals gonna bangle man, uh-huh. <laughs> injured the kicker injures uh-huh. himself on the kick. Leaves did it. Really in, yeah, yeah. Did he really injure himself? It was, it was either. It was I'm at, pretty it was, sure he was faking, bro. It was at least a cramp. I don't know if it I was, missed. If I missed that clutch of a field goal after I'd already hit two, I would certainly fall down in agonizing pain as well. <laughs> what was it like a thirty-three yarder, like from like the fifteen or whatever? Like it was real short distance, like shorter it, than a point after. Right. Yes, it was shorter than people consider oh. you. Yeah, it's oh. short. Imagine losing. Did, what they, they were playing the Colts, right? I'm not no, crazy. No, no, the Bengals. The Colts, no, right? no, 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 the Bengals played uh, the oh the Chargers. The Chargers, sorry. yeah, the Chargers. the Chargers, of course. Yeah, because I was thinking Philip Rivers, but I mean, but it's kind of nice because the Chargers seem to always lose those games, right? They always lose the one scores. They've been, <laughs> they've been losing the one scores. You know, it's good been for the Chargers, they, right? You know, good for the Chargers for once. all those fans. Uh, those like seven or so fans, they really deserve. They really deserve this. Those seven loyal fans. That show up every time at the soccer stadium. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, on the bright side, no, you know, everybody can feel like Chargers fans this year. So there's going to be nobody at the stadiums. That's true. That's true. The Chargers are used to it. They have an inherent advantage. That's why they won the game. Yes. Yeah. So, well, Joe Burrow, welcome to the Bengals. Uh, the other team in the AFC North, the uh, Steelers, uh, you know. Put together, put together a pretty good win over the Giants. We'll talk about the Giants later on. Uh, I dude, I don't know. That's a Danny Dimes choke job, if you ask me. Yeah. If you don't score on a 19-play drive, that's that's not great. Huh? That's a that's a losing uh losing formula. And honestly, you know the Steelers' defense did play well, but I think a lot to do was mismanagement from the Giants more than anything else. Right. So when we look at we looked at we looked at all of those we looked at all three AFC North teams just covered. I mean, all four AFC North teams. If you had to pick the winner of the division, are we are we both are we both agreed on this now? Are we both are we both now on the same page <laughs> after not be the being on the same page just a bit ago? <laughs> it's got to be the Ravens. I think uh, you yeah. know you can never uh, count Mike Tomlin out. He's a uh, he's one of the greatest coaches that we. Um, 
getting it done with in, with Pittsburgh, but uh, I I just don't think you're going to be able to beat the Ravens this year. Their defense is too good and their offense is too fast. So I would I would have to agree with you. I mean, they look they look like they're just already in midseason form. Uh, Lamar uh, threw for two seventy five, three touchdowns, uh, only have five incompletions, no interceptions. Baker Mayfield, of course, of course, threw an interception because he's Baker Mayfield. But I mean, they actually didn't have the run game. You know, as much as that carried them last year, uh, Lamar was top in rushing with seven carries for forty five yards. That was that was the most production they got as yards wise. Man, so it's like that old man they have for a running back isn't uh, running the ball so good anymore. Well, it seems like the new guy didn't run the ball that great either. But but of course, the Ravens, I agree with you. The Ravens do look poised to repeat as division winner, if that, which would be the third time in the row they won it. I thought they got in the wild card two years ago, but no, they actually won the division that year and last year, of course, when they were the number one seed overall. wonder what happened in the playoffs. Uh, but third time in the row. But this would actually, if they were to win it for the third time in the row, it would be the first time since 1996 when the Steelers won it for their third time of four in a row. Really? Yeah, so the AFC North's got a fair amount of parity. You know, for us... Me and you talking to each other, both born in '97. This would the be. the Bengals win it a couple of those years? Yeah, I mean everybody's won it. Like one, the I think since 1996, I want to see the Browns won it once even. So everybody's won it once. Well, yeah, probably like once, in like '98 or right. something. So you I mean you know that's a fair amount of parity. Uh, obviously, we're in the AFC West where it's a it's. There's no parity. No, it's all. Yeah, but it's, it's not as it's bad all as all other divisions. But. but so yeah, so we're both agree on the Ravens. So moving on down to the AFC East. Uh, hey, how about those Jets? <laughs> bad, bad, bad. Uh, that's the word. That's the word I would use to describe uh, the Jets. There, that's well, uh, kind of well, kind Truman, of an awful. When your uh, when your number one wide receiver leaves and you don't replace him, uh, not not really a winning formula. When you uh, when your top receiver is what thirty years old now, who is their top? I receiver? mean. I guess. Well, oh, oh, Brandon Cooks. I guess is their top receiver now, right? No, Brandon Cooks plays for the Texans now. Oh, oh, that's right. Sorry. I'm, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, of course, uh, the Jets not getting the Jets not getting the job done there. Only 250 yards of offense. Uh, the Bills, on the other hand, who they did face, looked really good. Allen passed for mm-hmm. uh, 300 yards, and Diggs had 86. I mean, that looks. I mean, you know, they win by they win by. A lot. Win by two possessions at least. What was it, ten? Yeah. Yeah, and so... The Bills did it the exact opposite of the Jets. They said, hey, you know, we don't think that we can win with this wide receiver core. So they said, okay, let's pick up a arguably top 15 wide receiver who was number two in Minnesota but put up good numbers, and now he's coming to Buffalo where he's going to be the number one target. He's going to get the lion's share of of the targets, and he's going to be able to try to prove that he is a number one wide receiver. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. It just it just looked good. It looked like a good time. A good time was had by certainly Bills fans. Uh, and then moving in, moving on to the other AFC East team, who's generally the team that everybody talks about, who played the Dolphins. But uh, Cam and Belichick looking pretty cohesive, I would say. You know, good for Cam. He's been you know underappreciated in Carolina, and underappreciated for a lot of his career, and. I'm, I'm honestly, yeah, I'm happy for Cam. I'm happy that he was able to put it together in uh, with Belichick and Belichick once again proving that he's the goat and he can win with whoever's whoever's uh, under center. Right, and of course the game wasn't a shootout, but it's never going to be with Belichick in this defense. And I mean, and a measuring stick of beating the Dolphins by ten, not you know, not blowing it out of the water. 
Right. No. But I mean, the Dolphins are are look bad, and you know Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, obviously not the quarterback of the future. They've got a quarterback of the future in the waiting, but. I mean, Cam Newton did look good. Of course, he only passed for 155 yards, but he was pretty efficient going 15 of 19. But he, and he did add two rushing touchdowns. So he, he kind of the Cam of old, you know. If Cam's running the ball effectively, he really doesn't have to pass effectively. If you, if he was putting up, you know, the Patriots are kind of team with their defense and stuff like that where two to three touchdowns probably gets the job done. You're probably all right. So Yeah, you know. That's, but the measuring stick is going to be the big dogs of the AFC East today. You know, it's right. going to be, can they beat the, the, the Bills? Bi- the Bills, yeah. The, it's... When they play the Bills, we're really going to find out what the Patriots are made of. Uh, looking forward to week. Yeah, so with the with the Bills blowing out, I mean, handling the Jets and the Patriots, then the Pats handi- handling the Dolphins, who's, who do you who, – who, Who's your winner right now? Who do you have? It's still Buffalo for me. I you think still... Sean McDermott uh, is pretty consistent, and I wouldn't say he. I don't think Sean McDermott coaches above his grade, but so he, but he doesn't coach below it either. He's going to take it where his team should be and hit it. So I think that Buffalo should win this division. They have the players, they have the staff, they have what they need to win the division. The rest of the division is weaker than them on paper and on the field, and they should win the division, so they will. And I think Patriots going to come in close second. I'm just I'm, – I'm not sure. I think I think as of right now, I think I'm going to have to stick with the Patriots. I think it's hard to pick against Belichick in the AFC East. And uh, it's just – I mean, it's just where – it's just what we're looking at. I, I, it's, hard, it's hard for me to uh, pick – Just it's, it's always going to be hard for me to pick against Belichick and – Cam, oh, yeah, and I, Cam I that. and Cam looked good. I've I've got I've got absolutely no problem there. So I don't. Yeah, I mean it's it sucks to say, but as much as I don't want the the um, Pats to be the one who win it, I think that's just what we're looking at right now. I think that's I think that's a reality until it is no longer the reality. And I think oh yeah, but I think as of right now, it's still a reality. There you go. Yeah, I I completely agree. But if we had to move on, so moving on, uh, on our division by division look that we that we generally take on take on uh, for this week, moving on to the AFC West, we saw the Chiefs dominated obviously, and then we saw mm-hmm. the, uh, the Raiders and Chargers both pull it out. Obviously, Denver lost on Monday night in a heartbreaker. Right. Almost, almost had the almost had the Goskowski disaster, but between the two the two other teams that got wins, and obviously. You know the favorite for the division is always going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. But if you had to pick, if you had to pick between the other two teams that picked up a win this weekend, because we're not going to count Denver right now. Although I still think Denver might be better than both these teams, but they didn't get the win, so we're not going to discuss them right. as much. But between the Chargers and the Raiders, the Los Angeles Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders take some adjusting too. But who who do you have as probably the Chiefs' top? challenger for the if division. it's if it's between those two uh leaving denver out of it i do think denver is going to be the chief's top challenger but leaving them out of it uh between the two teams remaining it's it's got to be the raiders i mean the chargers kind of picked up a pretty fluky win but i mean if your argument against that is that the raiders played you know a, a tarod taylor led carolina like no you know no uh teddy bridgewater Oh, Teddy Bridgewater. Sorry. I mean, but still, I mean, yeah, same, yeah. same, same level of quarterbacking we're talking about. But uh, I mean, thirty-four to thirty, your team can put up points, which is a step for the Raiders. Um, the defense has been, you know, decent these last couple of years, but they couldn't score points. 
So I think it's it's probably going to be the Raiders if I'm going to have to choose between those two. Yeah, I yeah I just I feel like the Raiders gave me just a little a little more to hope for. They had the solid they mm-hmm. had that solid late fourth quarter drive to take the lead. Uh, Josh ja- which finished off by Josh Jacobs' third touchdown of, of the day. So that, I mean that was mm-hmm. I mean if Josh Jacobs can develop and be that guy cuz Derek cuz Derek Carr is never going to be that guy, right? We I think right. we saw Derek Carr's best year uh that one year that he was uh slightly in the MVP conversation and and then he broke his leg there at the end of the season. I know. We don't really I don't think anybody outside of Oakland really believed that he was going to be in the MVP. Now now anyone outside Las Vegas thought he was going to be the MVP. Mm-hmm. But I don't. But back then, I don't think people in Vegas thought he was going to be the MVP either. Um, but I, if Josh Jacobs can be that guy and can put up solid rushing numbers every week, three to two to three to, I don't know, four touchdowns is a lot to ask, but one to three. If Josh Jacobs can consistently find the end zone, I think that's a dangerous offense. And and obviously, we mean you know, as uh, as Chiefs fans, that the Chiefs' number one weakness is probably rush defense. So. If Josh Jacobs really is going to be take this next step and be not you know no longer on the bottom tier of running backs, I'm not going to say he's going to be an elite back. But if he's a if he's a right. league average to league above average back, I you know that's that's the guys the Chiefs struggle against. They don't they really actually do an all right job when they can plan around an elite running back. But when it's a, a slightly above average running back, that's one of those right. guys they struggle against. So yeah, I'd have to right. pick the Raiders as well between those two teams because the Chargers sure. did feel fluky. And unfortunately for the Raiders, uh, all of the Chiefs defensive players do get back the week before the Raiders game. So don't expect anything too good. Mike Pinnell's coming back. Bashad Breeland's coming back. Both on four weeks We don't really have a, uh, a timeline on Charvarius Ward, but, I mean, assuming a broken hand, might be back for the second matchup on the 22nd of uh, November, maybe. Who knows? We'll we don't know. the. We don't really have too much news on his handbrake or how bad it is. But it's, I mean, it's just got to be, it's got to be the Raiders. I mean, who are you picking on the Chargers? I mean, they got a rookie quarterback and an old man quarterback. And, I mean, no one's ever really believed in Tarod. And is Justin Herbert going to be that guy? Probably, you know, he has got a shot, but, you know, maybe. Uh it's just got to be the Raiders out of the out of those two. I mean, you just can't pick the Chargers. The Chargers can't get out of their own way. Keenan Allen's gonna find a way to pick up an injury sometime this season. He has for the last three straight. So, you know, it, it's just got to be the Raiders. Yeah, and then so talking about one prolific back or one back that had a good weekend to another back that had a good weekend. Uh, let's talk Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for the Chiefs. That's a obviously a dangerous addition to an already dangerous offense. We lo- mm-hmm. we watched a very methodical. Uh, Chiefs win where they just slowly just beat down the Texans with a heavy dose of Clyde Edwards. Ilaire, sorry, the H is not pronounced right. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's, that's correct. That's what Clyde I've heard. Edwards Ilaire. Clyde Edwards Yes, but uh, top top the tops for the weekend for running backs uh, for rushing with 138. Uh, only two running backs actually this weekend had over 100 yards. We'll talk mm-hmm. about. Uh, oh, I guess the other one would have been Benny, Benny Stills Jr. for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Had a, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was 117. So Yeah, he actually looked pretty good. Yeah, another rookie again. So, I mean, how dangerous is it to add a guy like Clyde Edwards-Alaire to the Chiefs? I mean, I mean, how dangerous does this make this already dangerous Chiefs offense? 
So, at the beginning of last year, I was a really big Damian Williams believer. I did watch a couple of highlight reels of Damian Williams. I was trying to hype myself up for him. And then the 2019 season happened, and he was averaging 2.4 yards a carry. Uh, unless up, until, some, up, up until the end. Up, un- up until he broke, uh, you know, one large run per game, which put him at around 4.1. Uh, Newsflash, Leonard Fournette also 4.1. A couple other uh, just pretty mediocre running backs in the NFL had 4.1 yards per carry. Damian Williams, you know, with the illusion of stats, was up there. Um, really – you know, could catch the ball out of the backfield, but just didn't really have anything too dynamic, really scheme-based running back. With Clyde Edwards-Alaire, you have the opportunity just to just crush people. So not only do you have somebody who perfectly fits into the Chiefs' passing scheme, you also have somebody who had the uh, second-most yards rushing after contact if you compared him to everybody else in Week 1. 106 yards after contact is the... Good enough for top three running backs for a week. That is, that's asinine. That's just ridiculous. Also, Truman, did you know that uh, the Texans beat uh, the Chiefs, according to semi-pro football out of focus, uh, in every single offensive position, according to great. Did you know that? That's interesting. Very interesting. Yes, I saw they had Deshaun Watson at a 71, Patrick Mahomes at a 69. Nice. And, uh. Did they beat him at running back as well? They really played. Mm-hmm. They, <laughs> all right. It was disgusting. All right. We don't need to discuss that. But we, what we do need to discuss to wrap up our AFC West preview, or uh, AFC West talk for the, for the year, for this week. <laughs> Jeez. For uh, the year. <laughs> uh, I believe it, this is going to be another one. We're, we're agreed on the division winner here. Not not much of a question, right? It's it's going to be the Chiefs. Oh, there's, the, there's no way. Oh, I was going to say the Raiders. That's weird. Um, I thought oh. <laughs> No, of course, yes, it's the Chiefs. Uh, they just they look too good. Um, we'll have to see what Denver does if, if Drew Locke can put it together. But, you know, I think I'm also semi there with you where I believe that Drew Locke probably is the Chiefs. I mean, I think I think Drew Locke and the Broncos are probably the biggest threat to the Chiefs right now, and they didn't look good. I mean, they... No, they did not. No, they're only scoring 13 po- or 14 points, you know. That's not going to get the job done. You can't always pray on the Titans kicker to miss. Hey, at least now the Broncos fans can't talk about five and one with uh, Drew Locke as a starter. We can't. We don't get to hear that anymore. At least yeah. now it's at least five and two. So that's, that's true. Of course, Drew Locke. Uh, shout out Missouri. Shout out uh, uh, Drew Locke. Uh, pretty boyly summit. So that's all I got for Drew Locke. But moving on, we'll move on down to the AFC South. We'll talk. We're talking. Let's start off with kind of two that we thought were gonna. I mean contend for the division, but had uh, very slow starts and didn't look very good overall. But Colts and Texans, are you are you sounding the alarm? Um, on the Texans, maybe, but, uh, you know, not not so much on the Colts. I mean, Phillip Rivers is what Phillip Rivers is going to be. You know, unfortunately, he threw another game-breaking pick. Shocking, Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers going to Phillip if- Rivers. But I think just the rest of the Colts team, uh, although Marlon Mack did get injured, they do have an up, uh, you know, up and comer in Nike, Naheem Himes ready to step in. But you know, did we forget that they drafted Jonathan Taylor? You know, one of the most dominant uh, Big Ten rushers. Yeah, he's also on the Colts roster, ready to take the next step, in my opinion, or just take some carries. But the Colts, the coaching in their roster is just too solid to have this sustained uh, unsuccess. But Texans, 
they look like trash. I mean, uh, Deshaun's once again going to have to show that he's going to have to put an entire franchise on his back. Um, but he also only got his points during garbage time. So it, it might be time to sound the alarm on both of them. Right. Yeah, I uh, I mean, Philip Rivers looks solid. Uh, of course, he, he did what he did what he always does, and he lets – he lets them. He let a bad team stick around, and he throws up backbreaking interception there towards the end, and it leads to a loss. And Philip, that's just that's what Philip Rivers is. I think I saw on ESPN they had they were giving out weekly awards for quarterbacks, and they said the Philip Philip Rivers backbreaking interception of the week award goes to Philip Rivers because <laughs> he does what he always does. He gets he he keeps them close. He has that game. He has that drive that you're like, holy, is he gonna actually do? It? Is he gonna put it together? And then as of when his teams are bad, what generally happens with Philip Rivers is he goes down there and he just throws an interception against a, a bad team. Speaking of the bad team, the Jags won. <laughs> a team that you we know, pretty much I, and I think a lot of people laughed off last week. Uh, but Jags win. <laughs> you know. It's really hard to go zero and six, Truman. It's it's very difficult. Uh, you know, even even the Chiefs back in twenty twelve, you know, managed to to win a game, and that was one of the most garbage teams I've ever seen in my entire life. So, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the Jaguars' only win this year. Uh, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they managed to you know nab four or five or six like they did last year. You know maybe find some magic somewhere but that team is just gutted and i don't think that we're gonna see this too often right yeah i don't think you're always gonna have philip rivers there to bail you out obviously they're gonna get to play philip rivers twice so they'll probably get bailed out twice but uh, (laughs) (laughs) um but the jags i mean it's just there's nobody there and i mean the dolphins last year again everybody agreed they were they were everybody thought they were tanking and everything like that and they still end up with five wins hell i think the Bengals right. have the number one overall pick and i think they have three so that it's probably just one of those games you know obviously they weren't in control the whole game they didn't look like the better team for most of the game but they ended up winning and i think that's sometimes i think that's more on shows what philip rivers is going to do because philip rivers is going to philip rivers so uh and then the titans uh show up on Monday night against uh, they on uh, the fourth time's the charm with the kicker made the game winning kick at the end there show up beat Denver um excuse me uh so with all that being said who's your division winner for the AFC South oh it's got to be one of them I mean I guess it's got to be the Titans the Titans didn't even look good Derrick Henry didn't even. like you know he was honestly swallowed up by a very hobbled Denver defense from what I was watching. He struggled to get yardage. I mean, could it be the Jaguars? I, I you know, it's just a terrible division. I mean, I mean, I think, I think you saying could it be the Jaguars is, is, as evidence enough that it's a bad division. I can't believe those words were just said. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what if this, what if they're the worst of first? I mean, the division is just so bad. It's just a, uh, it is. Just, we have to choose a winner for that division. I Oh my gosh! Like yeah, they'll Bill probably... O'Brien's like the worst GM of all time. Uh, the the Colts have Philip Rivers who can destroy a, any offensive output they've got in a single throw. The Jaguars have nobody left, but they have Mich- Minshew, nineteen for twenty three tutters, boys. Uh, yeah, you know, 
I think I would have to go. I think I'm still going to stick with the Texans. I think obviously the Texans played a very good Chiefs team. And, you know, they didn't look terrible. You know, the Texans have a lead in that game, right? Correct? Am I correct? The Texans had a lead? I thought they went up 7 0. 7 0. 7 0. Yeah. So, I. And then they lost 24 10. But, uh, I mean, it's just. I'm not riding off the Texans yet. Was it 24 10? No, it was. We had 35. Uh, oh. We're currently on an 82 to 14 run on the Texans, including oh. the uh, playoffs from last year. 35-24, I believe. But uh, I think that's where I'm getting my 24 from. But yeah, I just I don't think I, I don't think we sound the I I would sound the alarm. They need to be worried. But uh, obviously, this is gonna this was gonna be the Texans Titans division to fight over. Uh, the Colts could make a surprise appearance. Uh, again, I don't think this changes my feelings that. I don't think this week changes my feelings that much. You know, if you had to pick, you would have guessed Texans lose, Titans win, uh, and then Colts, Jaguars. You would have expected the Colts. The Jaguars surprised a bit, but Phillip Rivers, Phillip Rivers. So it wasn't that surprising of a thing. So, yeah, so I think I'm going to stick with the Texans. You've got the Titans. I don't think that's insane. I mean, it just has to be. You know, but, you know, after seeing what happened in week one, you can put this down. I'm going to write this down on paper. I would not be surprised that Jags won the division. I, I would not be surprised. You better write it's it down. Just the, it's just that garbage. As long as you write it down in pencil on that paper, that's fine. Um, <laughs> it's too bad because I'm writing it in pen. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, with that being said, let's talk about maybe some AFC teams that actually deserve to be in this. Um, Ooh! In this talk. Who are your two AFC wildcards? Wildcards? We're talking oh, wildcards, yes. Oh, uh, mm, Okay, so I gotta, think, I gotta think this through. So, Chiefs-Ravens are top spots, one and two. Then, three and four, uh, you know, that's gonna be... I'm honestly thinking... Buffalo Pittsburgh, so I guess that has to put me at well, you have Patriots. Yeah, to, you, you have to put the South. You have to put the South. You didn't add the South in yet. Oh yeah, the South winner. Fourth Sorry. seed. Fourth seed um, has to go to one of those garbage teams down there. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so we've got yeah, so we got Raven. You got Chiefs, Ravens, then uh, Bills. Bills, and then from the South. Uh, I guess I'm. Yeah, I guess I'm still Titans there. Um, so then two wild cards, Pat Steelers. Um, that's, I think that's, I think that's pretty simple. I think I think that's about where I was at. I was at I had the AFC East runner up. I think it's gonna be close between the Bills and the Pats. Obviously, I put the Pats in there for now, and I think I think the three seeds a great spot for there. The AFC South does look sorry, excuse me, does look bad. Does look like it'll be the worst division. There will be the four seed. I don't believe there will be a wild card from that division. So I believe it'll be the AFC East runner up. Either be the Pats or the Bills, and then. You know, it's it's really a toss up for me because I I think the Ravens are going to win the win the North. Steelers could challenge, and so where I'm at right now is I've, I've got the Steelers and the Raiders. I'm not sure which one it gonna, it's going to be. I think I don't I I've got to see the Raiders play somebody who isn't the the Teddy Bridgewater Panthers. Teddy yeah, Bridgewater doesn't fair. look bad, but he I, he doesn't look as good as he did, you know. And he'll I you know sadly enough he'll probably never be. Teddy two gloves ever, you know, that guy. Yeah, maybe not. But Truman, you know, you can really just jot that whole game down to coaching. Um, so Truman, here's a here's a hypothetical for you. 
Hypothetical. Let's say you are the coach of the Carolina Panthers. You have run CMC as your running back. You're about to face a fourth and one. <laughs> Do you, A, hand it off to run CMC, the best running back in the league? Of course not. Everybody or, knows it's going there. Do you hand it off to the fullback? Do you know their fullback's name? Because I don't. Do you know our fullback's name? Well, okay, never mind. Oh, Every, yeah, everybody know knows. Everybody name. knows the now. sausage, Anthony Sherman. But uh, no, of course not. Uh, the only reason I would have known their fullback's name is because he. I saw him fail on that fourth and one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can just chop that whole game I, down to coach. I don't know why you if don't. If you're willing to make, if you're willing to make that choice, you're going to make uh, worse choices. Right. That it's, end up it's a good thing they got rid of Ron Rivera, who. <laughs> Who won his game this week and instead we'll got get Matt there. Roll. We'll get we'll there. Get, yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. We'll but get there. all right, so let's move on to the NFC. We'll start we'll start basically in the same order that we started for the for the AFC. Start with NFC North. Uh start with that first game. The Packers uh look look great. Uh mm-hmm. they controlled the Vikings and I mean the Vikings aren't I don't think the Vikings are scrubs, but uh the Packers look look damn good, man. Rodgers was Rodgers again, man. I don't know why we have to keep choosing against Aaron Rodgers to win that division. Uh, he shows us every year that he's Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, week one Aaron Rodgers is kind of like week one Sammy Watkins. He balled out four touchdowns, right? It was like 300-plus yards. Just, you know, he, he detonated on him. And, you know, Vikings are no slouch. They've got, you know, t- top five uh, top five safety, Harrison Smith. So, you know, you you just go, you really just love to see it. You know, dude's basically on a contract year since they drafted Jordan Love. Yeah. And you just really love to see it. Old man Rogers showing, you know, just gunning like he Oh, oh, he's still got some he's got some gas left in the tank. He's no he's no Brett Favre retiring. Uh yeah, he he looks scary. Three hundred and sixty four yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Um I think the Vikings looked like I said. I think they looked fine, but I don't think they looked better than the Packers. I think Dal- Dalvin Cook had two touchdowns. Kirk Cousins has two touchdowns. Uh, if if those if those two have two touchdowns, you, the, as the Vikings, you have to win that game. Your defense has to be able to can has to be able to can uh, control the game enough to not allow more than four touchdowns because that's that's your identity. If right. Dalvin I Cook th- puts two in on the on the ground and C- Cousins puts th- two in over in the air, I you got to win. And obviously they lost uh, Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes wasn't very good for him last year, but they just don't mm-hmm. they don't look. The defense didn't look good. It just, I mean, 43-34, I think, was final score there. It's, I mean, yeah, 43-34. And Rodgers torched them pretty good, and it was vintage Rodgers. But, I mean, you got to win those games. Yeah, I mean, it, I think the score is also a little bit artificially inflated. You know, Minnesota Vikings is scoring, uh, you know, 24 of their 34 points in that fourth quarter. So, you know, Kirk Cousins possibly doing normal Kirk Cousins things and padding his stats for us fantasy owners. Um, Adam Thielen looks like Adam Thielen, six, six catches, 110 yards, two tutters, you know, yeah. looking like a top 10 wide receiver, like he's been looking like, oh, but you know, I, I, wide okay. Uh, he's, 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 he he's looks like, there. he looks like a number one receiver on the Vikings for sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. You, you might be right. Now that is not splitting. That's beside the fact, you know, you, you're probably right. You, you probably do want to win that game if you're the Vikings, but also you got to feel kind of good because it takes Aaron Rodgers being a God to beat. You yeah, know, you put up 34. How many teams realistically on your schedule do you think are going to put up 34 on the Vikings? Are the Colts going to do it? No. Are the Texans going to do it? No. Seahawks maybe. Titans probably not. Falcons definitely not. Packers again. You know, 
it takes another magical performance. You, then you got the Lions, Bears, Cowboys, Panthers. You know, that, that just sounds like WWW to me. So if you're a Vikings fan, you know, I wouldn't stress it too much. And if you're a Green Bay fan, you're pumped because, you know, Aaron Rodgers is back. Aaron Rodgers looked good. A little bit of reason to worry about the defense when you let, when you let Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook come in there and run around on you. But And as for the other half of the division, they also played this weekend. Uh, the, the bottom half of the NFC North for sure. Uh, the Bears rallied late. Uh, do they are they good? Or and I mean the Lions lined. Uh, the Lions should have won that game. DeAndre Swift dropping the touchdown there in the Oof, final minute. Yeah, oh my know. gosh! But um, are the Bears good? Are they are they good enough to challenge for that? You know, a ch- good enough challenge for a wild card? I don't know if we can claim that they're going to challenge for a division yet because they beat the Lions mm. on a dropped pass. But right, you know, and this is. This season for the Bears is all about can Mitch Trubisky do it? Because I think he knows this is basically uh, this is his last shot. I think he knows that. You know, the Bears keep telling us that it's not his last shot. But you, as a sports fan, you and I know that this really should be his last shot. Of course, he's got did. three years. To, right, the other he's got three years to put it together. He's got a good defense around him again. Mm-hmm. Um, the other, and you know, personal friend of mine, Matt Nagy, is just getting it done. So, oh yeah, I forgot he's. <laughs> He's your neighbor up there in Olathe. Yes, but, sir. Mad Nagy, good guy. But, uh, man, he's just what kind of football coach is he? He's, he's you know, a good guy. Yeah. He's got to deal with Mitch. Um, he's really bad. But, uh, um, you know, it, yeah. you got to feel good if you're a Bears fan. But most cursed franchise in sports continues to be the most fr- cursed franchise in sports and uh, loses another one to their stud uh, rookie riders, uh, running back dropping a tutter. Yeah, I, you know, obviously Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson both already both already got their deals this offseason. They're both the other two top three quarterbacks in that draft class. Um, mm-hmm. So we all know it. Trubisky knows it, and the Bears not might not say it out loud, but this is this is his his season. It's his last shot, and I don't know. I think that goes that goes a fair amount of the way. Uh, you know, Trubisky didn't look like a world beater by any means, but he was able to ride the defense's big turnovers late to score two touchdowns in those final four minutes. <laughs> so he wasn't good, but you know, if he can do stuff like that, he can. He hasn't. He didn't. He, he didn't do it last year. He didn't do stuff like that last year when he looked really bad. You know, right? He was able to do that stuff when the Bears, uh, the Bears double doing season. So, mm-hmm. who, by the way, has been resigned? By the way, Cody Parkey. Who did Cody Parkey yes, get signed by? Uh, I, did, no, he, did he get signed by the Titans? Did they drop Koskowski? Uh, um, Cody Parkey definitely got signed. Interesting. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cleveland Browns signed kicker Cody Parkey. Uh. Oh, Browns. <laughs> I feel like we've said a lot of people are going to, a lot of people, you know, but Brown's going to Brown, man. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah. now the big question is, I mean, in this, you know, coming away from this week, it seems like there's an obvious answer, but uh, who's your who's your division division winner for the AFC or for the NFC North? Uh, until the Packers prove me otherwise, I shouldn't choose them. It's going to be Packers. Um, Vikings obviously have a strong chance to challenge. Bears give them a one percent chance to challenge if. Uh, if Nagy can turn Mitchell Trubisky into Alex Smith, then they could reasonably contend. Uh, you know, short passes, no mistakes. But yeah. it, until the Packers give me a reason to not choose the Packers, it's going to be the Packers. 
Yeah, I think I'm there with you. Uh, as long as Aaron, if Aaron Rodgers continues to look like vintage Aaron Rodgers, look like the gunslinger he is, and stays healthy, then uh, yeah, no chance. No chance. No, I don't think anybody's got a shot at winning the division. Um, mm. Looking at a division where everybody does have a shot at winning, um, you know, um, I'm not going to say it, uh, you know, but uh, it seems that <laughs> America's team there. Uh, Sucks ass. Maybe overhyped again? Shocking, Truman. Uh, I'm shocked. The Bear, uh, Cowboys, overhyped. Uh, Dak, overhyped. Entire team, overhyped. Who thought Mike McCarthy was going to speed up the Cowboys? Whose good idea was that? I just, like, I, I, you know, they got rid of Jason Garrett for not being innovative enough and, you know, settling for stuff, and they went and signed Mike McCarthy. The king of not being innovative enough, wasting Aaron Rodgers' prime, you know. And I just, they they wasted Aaron Rodgers that we're seeing right now. Yeah. But when yeah, Aaron Rodgers was wait. still young, mm-hmm. and it's just insane. It's uh, really disgusting. Yeah, I can't. I you know again, um, Dak looked average, Zeke looked average, McCarthy looks unimaginable. I think they should be right around five hundred, like they always are. I know everybody wants them to be, and it's good for probably. I mean, it's probably good for the economy when Dallas is yeah, good. I, I mean, you know, you know, shafted by a questionable call. Yeah, uh, you know, that's about. It looks a lot like the offensive pass interference we saw in the Super Bowl on George Kittle, uh, on Daniel mm-hmm. Sorensen, on from Dan, on George Kittle to Daniel Sorensen at the end of the first half there when he, you know, he kept the arm straightened but then there's just that little push and you know it's the pros so that little push that little amount of space it's enough to catch it so mm-hmm. you know and and i think it's a lot like it was with the george kittle with the george kittle one if it's not called it's not overturned if it is called it's not overturned so uh mm-hmm. you know you know at least there there's some amount of consistency there uh yeah, saints fans would one. saints fans would probably argue the other way with you, as they mm-hmm. thought Kyle Rudolph certainly got a push off in the end zone uh, in the NFC wildcard game last year. But oh yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I I really don't have a problem with it just because I've seen it before and they'll call you on it. I've seen people get called for it, mm-hmm. so I feel fine about it. Yeah, so I was actually talking about this with my little brother, and him and I were going back and forth, and I was just saying, you know, if, if it's your team that gets that flag, you're like, oh, yeah, big flag, obvious. If if it's against you, you're like, that's horseshit. I, this is the biggest, you know, farce I've ever seen. And then if you're an outsider, you know, you're like, yeah, but yeah. no, but, you know, yeah. You know, yeah. the rule is the rule. You can't extend your arm and push off. It's, right. it's very obvious. And like you said, you know, NFL referees, as much as we bag on them, are the best at their job. And that's a flag, and you're, you're going to get called for that. You know, maybe a little bit of embellishment from, from Ramsey, but, you know, right. you're going to get that call in the pros. Yeah. So, so uh, Truman, my boy Danny Dine, looked all right until disaster. Looked all right until disaster. I, Ugh, what do you got to say? Uh, I don't know, man. I think he looks fine. Um, obviously, two big interceptions. Uh, the absolute bat backbreaker won it after the 19 play drive um i don't know man (laughs) i don't i just 
it, it, since he's in the NFC East, it's fine. He'll be able to compete, but I don't know, man. You got to obviously limit those turnovers, and but he still doesn't look like a world beater. Even if you know he does score the touchdown there, they would. Uh, it would have helped their momentum. They would have. They were down 16-10 at that point. You put in the touchdown there. You go up 17-16. They ended up losing 26-16, and they scored right there at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, still looks like this defense, this offense is going to go through Saquon. It should. Any, I think any, mm-hmm. uh, I think most offenses in the NFL, if they had Saquon, would run the would run the offense through Saquon. But I'm not sure your Danny Dimes as the best player, as the best quarterback of those ones that we discussed last week, looks like your winner. Obviously, Minshew will look pretty good. But you know who also looked pretty good? Hey, Truman. That quarterback over there at the Washington football team. He looked... Are you talking about Dwayne Haskins? He looked good enough. You know who didn't look good enough? Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes didn't look good enough. But Dwayne Haskins, good enough. You you know, Truman, there's something to say about uh, having Alex Smith as a back clearly just elevates your young quarterback's play. We saw Dwayne Haskins have, you know, a very rough time last year. Alex Smith, you know, comeback player of the year if he even catches a snap, by the way. Um, You know, now he's, you know, backing up the Washington football teams, Dwayne Haskins, and all of a sudden, you got yourself a winner out there. Well, I mean, well, here's a little... Uh, speaking of comeback player of the year, since we're in the NFC East, I'll get, I'll, I'll get back to posting about my Washington football team pick here in a second. But um, speaking of comeback player of the year, Alden Smith played well on on Sunday night. He balled. He he looked he looked as good as he ever as ever was. Obviously, he's been out of the league for a few years. He just got re-signed, but he got you know he's been out of the league because of behavior issues. You know, n- repeated right. DUIs, uh, drug issues. Uh, from my hometown of Raytown, Missouri, take the boy out of Raytown. <laughs> yes, take the boy out of Raytown. Can't take the Raytown out of the boy. But um, if he continues to play well and then we don't see anybody else, do you, is it possible to give it to someone like Alden Smith? Who the reason he was out of the league and has to make the comeback is his own fault? Yeah, and, and I And it's think not so. injury? I mean, can you still give it to... I mean... Can you? I, I think so. I mean, because personally, I would be fine with giving it to somebody like Josh Gordon, you know, who's had, you know, issues with the drugs and behavior, but... You know, when you look at these guys with these behavioral issues, you know, it's really not funny. Like, it's sad. No, right. These are, like, you know, at some point you'd be like, you know, well, they're screwing up their own lives. But when you really think about it, these dudes are screwing up their own lives. You know, these are people, especially in the NFL, where, you know, CTE is really common after you exit the league. A lot of these guys have only a couple chances to, you know, make this kind of money. And if you shoot yourself in the foot, like a lot of these dudes end up doing, yeah. they end up with nothing and then no future. Right. If it, if it seems that he's turned his life around and he makes uh, strides in the community and looks like a rehabilitated human, then I, yeah, then I think, then I think he certainly could. Um, sorry, that was a little bit off script. I just wanted to, I was just, I was just, I was pondering that today when I was looking at all these things and thinking about how Alden Smith did, but uh, no, I'm thinking about uh, comeback well, players. I'm there with but, you. But, okay, but uh, back to the point at hand, um, Washington football team, pretty good. And <laughs> uh, I think, I, you know, and I think the, at the end of the day, Dwayne Haskins doesn't have to be amazing. He doesn't have to be the world beater. Obviously, he had about a completion percentage right around 50% or so. 
But he doesn't have to be a world beater if that defense is going to go and put eight sacks on him. Oh, also, my gosh. Maybe, our, also, maybe our guy Roy was right. Pray, pray the, for the defensive line is disgusting. Pray for Carson Wentz next week. The, oh my god! The Redskins. I mean, he's that that Eagles offensive line has to go and face uh, Aaron Aaron Donald next week. So Aaron Donald might have eight sacks himself. Did, did you, you see? see did you Donald see? I, oh my! Did you see him? Did you see him nail the the center into the guard, knock all of them down, and then go? And, yeah, the the oh center into gosh. the guard, into the running back to get a hit, and he still hit the quarterback. He's Just, a monster. Justin. Aaron Donald, you know, I, I love Patrick Mahomes, but there's a reason why Aaron Donald's been number one on, the, you know, the NFL Top 100. Because Aaron Donald is just disgusting, man. He's a monster. Well, 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 Owen, Lamar Jackson was number one this year. Very deserved That's, Lamar don't Jackson. Don't remind me. Don't remind me. Don't remind me. Oh, Russell, I didn't need to remember that. Russell Wilson was number two. Don't forget. And then... And then it was Darnold, and then it was Patrick Mahomes. So just, I just wanted to make sure you remember. You said Darnold. I'm assuming you meant Donald. Donald, yeah. Sorry, not Darnold, but <laughs> Darnold. Uh, uh, yeah, but okay. I mean, well, I'd like to take a, a real quick second, Truman, and uh, give a welcome to the NFL to Chase Young. Yep. A sack in, in his first game. You know. And a force fumble. A sack and a half. And Welcome fumble. to the NFL, Chase Young. You're going to dominate uh, very much. We we look forward to your career. Great intro. <laughs> oh, geez. I accidentally uh, put the Redskins under my question. Yikes. It's the Washington football team. It's no longer the the racist. That's my bad. Sometimes. My uh, bad, everybody okay. watching the Twitch stream. Um, But moving on, uh, to cap off the NFC the NFC East. Who you got as your division winner? Uh, you hopping you on know? the train? Woo Is woo! it really that much of a woo stretch woo! to say it, Truman? You know, woo woo! Uh, I, I, not yet. Not yet. It's too oh. early. It's too early for me to hop on the train. Then who are you picking? Uh, I am going to buy my ticket on StubHub. I reserve my right to resell my ticket for the hype train. Okay. But I've... St- Still gotta go with the Cowboys. Oh. I know it's disgusting, oh my but gosh. It, you know they manage to do this every year. Eight and eight uh, division winners. So oh, you know if the if the, the Washington football team keeps rolling, uh, I'm cashing my ticket, hopping on the hype train. Just give, just give me a couple weeks, and I'm, I'm not quite there yet. Yeah. Okay. All right. But I'm leading the I'm leading the Washington football team hype train. We're gonna we're gonna look at we're gonna look. It's gonna be good. Uh, moving moving on from the NFC East into the NFC West, 49ers uh, lose to mm. your to pick for worst to first Arizona Cardinals. Uh, oh. the, but we would be fools not to mention that of course George Kittle got hurt at the end of the at the end of the first half. They were looking at uh, they were looking at probably a touchdown drive there uh, to go yep. up to go up mm-hmm. seventeen to seven. I want to say. Instead they, so. instead, they kick the field goal because uh, they run out of time. They don't get to run out the clock. Uh, Cardinals go down there and kick the field goal before the end of halftime to, to end, end half at 13-10. And then, you know, the rest is history. But Kittle did only after Kittle was hurt and he came back. He wasn't hurt enough to stay off the field, so he did come back. But uh, I believe I, I want to say he had no catches after he came back. And 49ers only scored one more time. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, 
Uh, we got a classic case of uh, player versus player matchup here. So we got offense versus offense. Uh, I actually did watch the highlights of that game as well as a little bit of it myself. Uh, Kyler Murray looked good. Uh, he actually scram- scrambled for a third and 17 pickup. That yeah. shouldn't happen. That's really impressive. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins looked like DeAndre Hopkins, best receiver in the league, and he acted like it. Um, Kittle going out, certainly a backbreaker. Uh, Garoppolo looked bad. Uh, yeah. We saw him get, uh, you know, the jitters in the pocket, spinning away from nothing, uh, trying to look like Russell Wilson, who's in the obviously in the division, by the way. Um, and, you know, if this continues, these, like, kind of accidents that we see with teams with Super Bowl hangovers, we might be uh, seeing an exit from the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, that was uh, 49ers are also your pick to miss, miss the playoffs, right? Correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, you might uh you know, you certainly got some some uh some re some uh, some some assurance just, you know, from this first week. You got uh you you know, both those picks look solid for now, I guess. Um obviously the Rams Still week one. We got time. Uh Rams uh beat the beat the Cowboys at uh in their new stadium. Stadium looks fantastic. Uniforms look awful. Um Seattle uh absolutely boat raced Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Cardinals, like we talked about, beat the 49ers. Um, best division in football, probably. Again, the oh, NFC yeah. West yeah, still I, looking I, like the best division mm-hmm. in football. Totally. Um, you know, we've got some dominant defenses in there, and then we've got some uh, really good quarterback. Uh, it's got to be the best division of football. It's. I don't really think it's close. Um, like I said last week, I don't think people should sleep on Jared Goff. He can actually put it together. Uh, Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. We already know what he is. He's incredible. Uh, and number then if two Kyler Murray can continue to put steps together, yeah. if uh, Kyler, Kyler Murray can continue to put it together, they'll be good. Uh, but, you know, uh, I, I'm not too confident about my Cardinals pick. I know that, you know, 1-0 is 1-0, and that's a, a good start, but the Seahawks looked so good. Yeah, the Seahawks did. The Seahawks did look good. They, you know, absolutely. And, uh, you know, there's always the myth that uh, a, lot of, a lot of betting lore – is that the Western Conference, the, the West Coast teams can't fly to the East Coast teams and win. And actually, all three mm-hmm. West Coast teams that flew to the East Coast to go play this weekend won. All, all three of them. I believe, oh, I want to say mm-hmm. it was Seattle, uh, Las Vegas, and... Oh, man. There's another one. Can't think of it off the top of my head. Oh, man. That's going to hurt. No. I mean, the Rams? Count uh, the Rams? No, the Rams were... Oh, they didn't Rams, travel. No, the Rams were, didn't travel. Oh... It'll come to you in the shower tomorrow. Do uh, does uh <laughs> does Vegas get to play in that new stadium? No, no, no. That's no, because that's. Oh wait, I was still thinking they're still in L.A. Uh, excuse me. The Chargers do excuse get me. to play. The Chargers do get to play there, though. They don't. They don't. I mean, the Chargers. Chargers count. The Chargers count. <sighs> so for the hardest, or the for the hardest division in football, who's your division winner? I'm I'm gonna stay on my Cardinals hype train. I think that uh, the Seahawks are weak where it counts, um, like the offensive line. It takes uh, right. like one or two injuries for right. Seattle to be Dunzo. I mean, it also the... takes one or two injuries uh, for Arizona to be Dunzo. But uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sticking with my pick. They got their best wide receiver in football. They got a nice, solid scheme offensively led, which I think is the future. I think the Seahawks are still a little bit in the past with a defensive base. Um, still going with the Cardinals, but I don't. There's no way the Seahawks miss the playoffs. Right. That's the thing about Week One in the NFL is that uh, you know 
Atlanta could just be really bad. So, or the 49ers could be bad. Cowboys are bad. Or they could all be really good, and maybe those teams are just average. And maybe the Cowboys are going to compete. Um, but, yeah, I think I, I went with Seattle. Um, but this division isn't going to be a runaway division. This is going to be a fun division to watch all year. I'm, I'm excited um, to watch them. Uh, a division that I'm not as excited to watch. <laughs> uh, is there the, the last, last NFC division we need to talk about? We kind of we didn't really talk about it that much. I don't think there's... I don't know if there's, they're even going to be that exciting, but the NFC South, um, starting with it, you know, the marquee matchup that uh, Brady uh, didn't look great. He looked he looked like a 40-year-old quarterback who's average to below average, and uh, the Saints didn't look a whole lot better. Um, what do you think? What do you what do you make of that game? Well, uh, according to poor, uh, pr- uh, semi-pro football out of focus, oh, um, no. oh, no. uh, Tom Brady actually did better than Patrick Mahomes this weekend. Uh, so I don't know what you want to think of that. But, uh, it, you know, he looked bad. Uh, the Buccaneers looked bad. Uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Mike Evans had one catch for six yards. Uh, that's bad for a number one wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, Chris Godwin had, like, four catches for, like, 47 yards. Bad. Um, Carolina losing to Vegas in a shootout. Bad. Uh, Saints going to come out of the division easily again. Uh, Drew Brees did not look good, though. Right. Um, but Drew- I still think the Saints are just too strong to lose. Right, of course, Drew Brees only threw for 160 yards, but survived thanks to three, tur- three count them, three turnovers from the Bucks, including two Brady interceptions. And one of those Brady interceptions was the dole Jameis Winston welcome of his first court, his first touchdown as a quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was a pick six. So you know, Truman, uh, with that pick six, Tom Brady has now thrown a pick six in his last three starts. Yikes! In a row. Yikes! Yikes! Dolphins, Titans, and now Saints. Yes, his last pass as a as a Patriot was a pick six. His first pick. You just hate to pass. see that one. As yeah. a Chiefs fan, you just you just hate I, to see it. You know, Jameis Winston's last pick, last last throw as a as a Buccaneer was a pick six. Uh, and Tom Brady's last throw as a as a Patriot was a pick six, and now his first throw as a Buccaneer. unable to eat that W. Maybe this is just. Uh, I mean, he, no, Jameis Winston did eat the W this week. <laughs> uh, you know, the person who didn't was his predecessor. So. Uh, you know, I'm not. We're not. We're not here to say that anybody made a mistake by passing on James Winston going to Tom Brady. But um, you obviously is already it, touched. Is it, isn't Jameis the backup for the Saints? Now? For the Saints, yes, correct. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So he so he literally <laughs> ate the W. Uh, we talked. We touched a bit about it. The the other two teams in the league, both uh, the other two teams in the division, both lost. Both uh, uh, obviously Atlanta looked terrible, blown out of the water by the mm. by the Seahawks Garbage. and the Panthers. And the Panthers fought fought tough against Las Vegas, but man, it's Las Vegas. You got to win those games. Yeah, but I mean, if you're a if you're a Falcons fan, I don't think you feel too bad. You know, this isn't you know a ready win season. And hold on, I'm checking the stat line. I'm pretty sure Calvin Ridley had a very promising go I mean, at this game. Yeah, if 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 Calvin Ridley can continue to produce, and Julio Jones also produces at the level that we know Julio Jones can produce, they might be fine. Um, it just yeah, Truman, you know, uh, they just didn't yeah. look good at all. Between you and me, nine catches for 130 yards and two to- touchdowns is pretty good. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then Julio doing Julio things with nine catches for 157. Right. It's not, it's not, it's not bad. I just I don't think either of these two teams are going to fight for a wild card. I'm not sure, I'm not sure we're going to see two teams out of the South this year. 
like we did. I don't know. No, I guess we no, we didn't see that last year either. But I don't. I don't think we see t- two teams out of the South. Oh nope, it's gonna be Saints. That's it. Uh, you so everyone else is everyone so, else is trash. So talking about the division trash. winner, you still got you still got the Saints. Oh yes, it's not gonna be close. Saints are gonna pick up to at least twelve. At least they, well, I don't think the Saints are that good, man. I just don't. They've got six free wins, and they need to win six other games out of that. Your six free wins is everybody in that division. You don't think yes. you, you don't think Tom Brady figures it out, the greatest quarterback no. of all time. You don't think he puts something no. together. Bruce Arians is not able to scheme for Tom Brady. I'm I'm with you where I didn't I don't think the Bucks looked as good as they did. I I, I think I'm also with you in picking the Saints, but. I uh, while I don't think whoever gets second place in the division is going to the wild card, I don't think. I just don't think this division is going to be very good, and I. Yep. I'm yep. with you picking the Saints, but I, I wouldn't be shocked to see Brady in the Bucks. I I think Brady in the Bucks can figure it out. Um, I think ten or eleven gets it done this season in the AFC South. So, I'm just not blown away. Yeah, you know, eleven and five, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm still. I still think they got twelve. I think their defense is too strong, and Drew Brees is always good for four touchdowns, like once every eight games. So he does that twice in the season uh, for some magic that they need. And I think that gets them to twelve. Right. So when we're talking about that, who are now that we've talked about all four divisions, who are your final? And we kind of already touched on this, but who are your final two wild cards for the NFC? Uh, you know, gosh, looking at it uh, overall, uh, I think you got it. Might be two teams from the West. It might be both the teams from the NFC West. Right. So I, we're think... taking Packers from the North, Cowboys slash football team from the NFC East. You know, then triple coin toss between Carolina Seahawks and. Uh, Niners, I don't, I, unfortunately, I just don't think the Rams are going to be able to, to challenge for a spot this year. Their division's too tough. Carolina. And then Saints from the South. So we might see a three-team from the West, but if you can't give me that third team from the West, it's going to be Vikings or Bears. I think we're actually, I think we're actually fairly, fairly agreed upon this. I, I also had the second. I, whoever gets second in the NFC West, while that's not a team, I just, I, I, they're the best division in football as after Week One. I don't. I just can't separate those teams out enough right now. I've got to have. A, I've, mm-hmm. Talk to me at week four. I could probably tell you he gets second and third, but mm-hmm. as of right now, I just I need to see the Seahawks play somebody else to see if it was Atlanta being incompetent or Seattle being really good. And uh, I mean, because Atlanta hung with them for a bit. It felt like Seattle threw that touchdown uh, on fourth or third or fourth down to DK Metcalf, which was just absolute backbreaker. And then after that, the floodgates mm-hmm. just opened. So. I'd like to see Seattle play another team. Uh, I'd like to see the Cardinals play uh, one, even play the 49ers with a healthy Kittle, and or just go play somebody else. And uh, got to see the Rams play somebody other than the than the Cowboys. But yeah, so I think yep. second place in the West, and then second team. Yeah, I'm with you in Minnesota. Uh, third place in the West, toss up, and you know, again, never count out the NFC South. I the NFC just isn't yeah. isn't very good this year it feels like there's no elite team in the nfc south it feels like so and there and there would almost be an elite team there would almost be an elite level of teams but they all three play they all all three teams that look convincing in their wins play in the same division so yeah and we saw what happens 
on the road, you know, good teams lose. Uh, right. A wild card team hasn't been to the Super Bowl in, you know, a while. So, right. I, yeah, I, I was. Wait, didn't the Eagles do it in twenty eighteen? Uh, no, I believe they won the division that year. Yeah, I think you're. Just nobody liked him. Everybody picked against him all the time. They were just big underdogs. Oh yeah, that was when Fletcher Cox was popping up. So, all right, we're cool. Uh, little, little, just, just for fun, little funsies. You got a Super Bowl winner for me after Week One? Oh my God, that's a lot. That's, I, that's I still so think you much. You gotta go Chiefs, man. I mean, they're just the most complete team. Uh, an unstoppable uh, offense, the deepest uh, wide receiver core um, in the league by far. Right. Uh, it's not even close. Um, defense. Is fitting up. We've got some promising rookies that are coming in a linebacker, fixing in uh, the Chiefs. Really, only weakness on defense so far. Uh, if cornerback issues continue to play the Chiefs, might change my opinion. But until somebody stops Patrick Mahomes, it's got to be Chiefs. Yeah, I think it's got to be whatever team comes out of the AFC. Obviously, the AFC is going to be more more likely not uh, a battle between um, a battle a battle between. Uh, the Chiefs and the Ravens. So yeah, I I'm with you there. I think it's one way or the other. I'm I, I, mean, I just whoever whoever wins the a- a- AFC is going to win it. I just can't pick the Ravens until Lamar Jackson beats uh, Philip Rivers in the playoffs. So uh, <laughs> until he can muster up the ability to meet a to beat a uh, an old man like Ryan Tannehill or an older man like Philip Rivers, uh, can't pick the Ravens. Right. So, moving on, uh, me and you, you know, moving on to a different sport entirely. That let's let and let's let's be honest. Let's let's be honest for all the listeners. Everybody tuned in here live. Twitch.tv slash Steam Machine. Twitch.tv slash Domination Seven. I'm not. We are the biggest NBA fans in the world. No one knows the stats like us. Everybody knows. Uh, No, you know, Aaron Baines, amazing. uh, (laughs) You know, Pau Gasol. Yeah, you hate to see him retire. Uh, really loved Ginobili. Ginobili, yeah. Uh, I mean, the the NBA is probably one of the most marketed teams that marketed leagues where outside of the NBA, you hear a lot about it. Obviously, the NFL is going to be king, but as somebody who isn't a huge NBA fan, I still hear a lot about the NBA, and it's easy to keep up with the NBA. They make it very easy and very accessible. They do an amazing job with Mm -hmm. marketing, social media, Mm -hmm. everything like that. But me and you are not... Wait, Kansas City didn't have an NBA team. Same as the NHL. No, we went, you know, we we were we're getting into the NHL pretty hard now, but we're not as hard on the NBA. But uh-huh. we want to talk about it, right? Because we want we yes, don't want to be just during the fall just be a football podcast. We we want to yes, be able to talk about all kinds of sports. I mean, so we're we're nearing the best part of the NBA season. We're nearing as the best part. As soon as the offseason hits, as soon as the offseason hits, the NBA becomes the most exciting sport. I mean, this is the best. This is a football gold. I mean, this is a sports golden age if you're in America. This is an American sport golden age right now. Be, you know, besides it all, nobody not being able to go to any of these games. You have the NFL season starting. You have the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs. You're about to have the MLB playoffs. It's it's an amazing time to be a sports fan. It's so exciting. Mm-hmm. And That's so, Steve. so we've got to be able to watch everything. Uh, so moving on to the NBA, we've got the Eastern Conference Finals started tonight. I actually don't know. Do you know the score right now? I can peep it real quick. Yeah, if Let's you can peep it, I'll yeah, I'll intro this on here. So we need to, you know, we want to talk. We want to talk NBA here. So we'll do a quick, uh, just kind of wrap up the show here. We'll do a quick little NBA conference. Sorry, Drew, but I got to interrupt you. Preview. Oh, uh, Miami Boston 
is going to overtime. 106-106. Wow. You're talking about exciting time for the NBA in sports. The NBA has been giving us an absolutely gorgeous product this offseason, especially for, you know, not really big fans myself. You know, this NBA postseason might have me tuned in next year. Interesting. You'd have to you'd have to pick a team though. You'd have to commit to watching a team. Yeah, I already watched like seven sports leagues. What's one more? You know. Fair enough. Uh, talking about the Eastern Conference, are you surprised to see these teams here? I mean, I think everybody is, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously you expected uh, the the Bucks and just somebody else. Um, kind of surprised on Boston's come up. Uh, really surprised with Miami. I mean, they're out of nowhere, but you know, they're looking pretty good. Jimmy Butler's looking spicy. He's looking mean. He's looking like he wants to make it to an NBA final to lose to LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously we're both surprised to see these teams here. Um, and when we're talking about that, I guess, uh, do you think either of these teams have that firepower to, to be, to beat? the Western Conference, or whoever, you know, comes out of the Western Conference? No, uh, they don't. Um, but we also said that Jimmy Butler definitely couldn't beat John. And then Jimmy Butler just sauced on him. Um, we also always count out Boston, who's a team that seemingly likes to just throw everyone's expectations out the window, starting way back when they had uh, They're always there. Uh, KG, you know? Um even with old man KG, like they win games that they really shouldn't. Um, if Jason Tatum plays like Jason Tatum should play, then we can see him making it. But Jimmy right. Butler's just looking so hot right now. And obviously, as you mentioned, that they're in overtime. They were looking at what's probably going to be a, a fun, a, just a fun series overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't. It's going to be tough to pick. I, I think all year, everybody's been thinking. Uh, it's, you know, it's the Western Conference final. It's the Western Conference team, uh, div- Western Conference champions uh, title to lose. It's, yep. you know, even when even when, when it was Giannis and the Bucks, it was maybe Giannis and the Bucks get it done. But now, especially with the Bucks out, it's got to be, I just, you know, I think, I think we see this time and time again, you know, you, you see a team go through the other, the other conference and they, you know, you're like, wow, they look really good. Wow, they look so, you know, outside of Golden State, of course. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, they're, you're just, everyone's always impressed with them. And then they just run into a buzzsaw that is LeBron. And, yep. Or death. Or, taxes. I mean, I mean Kawhi, and, Kawhi and Paul George aren't, in, aren't a bad combo Kawhi either. Who? Kawhi and who? Oh, oh, PG? Oh, oh. You're not talking about pa- PG. Pa- oh. He's been throwing games for pa- the Clippers. Pandemic P. Paul George. Paul George single-handedly forcing a game seven for right. the other team. Of course, we record uh, this. We record this on Tuesdays. We've got East uh, Western Conference Finals. That's that's tonight, right? That's got to be right after the Heat game. Yeah, I mean, death taxes and LeBron making the NBA Finals. Uh, LeBron's old man, Bron, gray in his beard, chrome on his dome, still managing to get a double double in the playoffs. Uh, yeah. Um, but, but well, before we move on to just standing on LeBron, cause we're about to stand on LeBron for about five to 10 minutes here before we, before we wrap <laughs> it up. But, uh, what's your, what's your prediction? What do you got? What do you got here? Um, if the Nuggets can have Joker pop off, they have a chance. 
But if Kawhi plays like Kawhi and PG doesn't have Eastern. a disaster club. Eastern Conference. Oh, we're talking. Finals? E- <laughs> sorry, you, sorry. You talk about Eastern. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, what you? Yeah, I want to wrap up the Eastern Conference. Who do you think's coming? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Give me Jimmy Butler. Give me, give me Miami. Shock the world. Give me Jimmy Butler. Give me Jimmy. Jimmy. Ooh, old, old Jimmy Butler, huh? All the way. To, I think that would be that would be a fun story. I think I think the the Jimmy Butler redemption tour. I think that's fine. You know the Heat. The Heat. I I've also got the Heat. I've got the Heat in six. I think they. I think they look like the better team. I'm more convinced of them than I am of the Celtics. This, uh, they're eight and one this year when leading by double digits, and they're also three and zero by when they're trailing by double digits. So Who, the Heat or the, the Heat or Boston? The Heat. Oh, this, wow. These sorry, these playoffs, not the or at least That's since spicy. the bubble. Yeah. That's spicy. Uh, All right. I'm with that. So yeah, so yeah, so I I think I think we're both on the on the same page for the Eastern Conference Finals. So. Now moving on to the Western Conference Finals. Um, of the two teams playing tonight, who do you think is the most dangerous team for the Lakers? Who do you think? Who do you think's their biggest uh, adversary coming out of that game? Honestly, even if you don't I think, th- even if you don't think it's going to be either. So here's my thing. I think, honestly, if we look at it, the Nuggets have way better big play than the Clippers. Yeah. Joker's a beast. He's literally carried them to three or four or five wins oh. just this playoffs. Oh, Jamal Murray looked, has been looking pretty good, and Michael That's Porter true. Jr. Mizzou shot out. True. M-I-Z. True. You know, he did actually – Michael Porter Jr. did look pretty good. But I think – you know, I don't think. Unfortunately, I I do like the Nuggets. Uh, they might be my team if I choose to. If I would choose to choose play uh, cheer for an NBA team, they're exciting. But I don't think they can. I, then the Clay, the Clippers are just too solid. The Clippers are too experienced. They've got players that have all been there before. Um, they found their leader in Kawhi. You know, if Paul George plays like Paul George should, their top top three. Some some people I've heard say top two duo in the NBA right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Were you uh, talking about I, Harden and Westbrook and LeBron and AD as your other two duos? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and I just I, but I don't. LeBron just destroys. I don't. I, I think we're gonna see Clippers Lakers, but I would take Lakers in six on that. Yeah, I think I, I I think Clippers are the team that everybody wants to see. I think we'll all be a little disappointed if we have to see. If we see Nuggets, Lakers, not that, not again, not that that uh, Jokic and Jokic, yeah, the Joker. Yeah, Jokic, yeah. I think just saying Joker like you did is. Easy. I yeah, I think I it's struggle way with fun some to say with those. I, I struggle with, I struggle with words in general, but especially European names. Um, the, I you know I think it'd be fun to watch him and Michael Porter Jr. and uh, Jamal Jamal Murray. Gosh, wow, yeah. I already forgot yeah. it after I said it. Uh, I think it'd be fun to watch those guys in the playoffs, but everybody wants to see Lakers Clippers. I mean, this season has been about Lakers mm-hmm. versus Clippers. It's been about mm-hmm. the Battle of LA. We want to see it. I really do not want this ruined. But mm-hmm. so yeah, so I think I you know toughest matchup. I I still think it's the Clippers. I you know although the the Nuggets are hard to put away as we've seen them rally from being down three uh, one mm-hmm. at, at least once already, maybe twice. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, speaking of you know, now that we've talked about who's the biggest challenge, 
we need to talk about something that's probably a little close to my mine and yours hearts because right. me and you let's just get it out now we both believe that lebron james is the goat goat he's the goat he's the goat the goat right <laughs> but uh obviously three and six in the finals uh okay. michael jordan was six and oh he did have okay. those he did have those first round exits but um if lebron loses in these western conference finals it, it's is it it's gonna be harder to claim him as the goat right yeah uh we can just use the Jordan Stan uh, thing. It's better to lose in the any time else but the finals. Uh, as long as it's not in the finals, it doesn't count as a loss. It doesn't matter. Um, I mean, we don't need to talk about Jordan. Jordan played a different era, uh, you know, different sports. You know, old man LeBron had to carry like eight, eighteen to the finals. Right, but that'll um, always be the football debate. I yeah. think that if, if objectively speaking, uh, LeBron kind of does need this. He he does need this. He needs. He needs this NBA playoffs. He needs he needs to win the finals. Well, and if you win um, the finals, you're almost I, I believe I think we both are on the same page that whoever wins the Western Conference Finals is gonna go and put away. Yeah. I don't Although I don't, I don't think the Clippers did struggle in the early rounds. If the Clippers do beat the Lakers, I don't I don't know if they can just put away the Heat or whoever comes out of the East. Mm-hmm. I, I I just don't see LeBron losing this one. Uh AD's insane. That's um, true. And then if Kyle Kuzma just continues to put up 15 points a game, I, you know, the that's all he, that's all they need. That, that's all they need from him. And they need just they just need to keep Dwight Howard on the bench. Keep him on the bench. Just keep him away from the game. Keep him out of the game. I mean, you know, I understand. You know, J. Cole said just like LeBron, get my friends more chips. But you, you got to stop giving Dwight Howard the ball. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm with you. If but if LeBron loses this, I think it's tough. I think it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a tough mark on his legacy because everything has been about, you know, he got a pass last season. And, you know, uh, a lot of people just kind of went, Meh, about last season because he hurt himself and he was out for a significant amount of time. But mm-hmm. And then he wasn't, you know, amazing when he came back. But, uh, you know, he's got to do good in L.A. to solidify this, solidify yeah. his argument, at least to have an argument. And, uh yeah, if you don't make if you don't make the finals here, and especially if you don't, and if you do make the finals and you lose to the Heat or the Celtics, I again. Uh, I just, so yeah, I, just don't I think we're gonna see that problem. No, I uh, yeah, I, see... I but I do believe that LeBron has to win this. I or I don't. I think it's a lot like Tom Brady winning winning when he kept on when he won championships four and five. Uh, there really was no more debate about the about the goat. For the goat debate, um, so if yeah. and LeBron will never get to that point because he's lost six times in the finals. Right. He'll always right. have will always have a question of you know well Jordan you know even if LeBron gets his gets his uh, gets it back to six and six in the finals I think it'll there will always be a debate that you know he lost six yeah, times. To and get and I think Bron really helps his legacy out here if uh, he does take this team to the finals because then. Uh, Especially for Jordan stands, you can say you know, well, old man Jordan uh, carried his uh, Wizards to one playoff win, um, uh, while LeBron, old man LeBron James, carried his uh, team to the final. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, it's different. It just doesn't matter. Uh, LeBron's gonna win. We don't even need. To, we don't even need a hypothetical list. Okay. LeBron's just gonna get this chip. So for your Western Conference final prediction, you have LeBron winning as well. You have you have the yes, Lakers. Sir. Lakers putting it down. 
putting it together. Mm-hmm. And I, then, think, uh, I think the Nuggets actually have the best chance of challenging. Uh, I don't think the Nuggets are a good matchup. Clippers, though, I think the Clippers win that. Then LeBron uh, takes care of business. All right. Fair enough. And then, of course, I believe in the finals that we both, if you have LeBron w- winning the Western Conference finals, then I believe you've got LeBron winning. Uh, I think you've got it there. I think you've got LeBron winning. Unless Jimmy Butler has something to say about it. That's, which would be insane. Yeah. But well, he's already been insane. So what's one more game? Yeah. Well, you know, I believe uh, I believe that's about a good spot to end it. We we ran a little long last week. I think, that, I think this is right about our target zone that we wanted to be in. But before we go, I like to always give you a little opportunity here. We do a little uh, pop culture minute. Owen, I'll let you go first. What, what's your minute right. about? What's your minute about? All right. I just want to give a big old shout out to uh, the perennial show that just has been on TV. I know you and I have watched it. Uh, me probably a little bit more than you because I am the oldest. Just going to give a shout out to uh, – to Blue's Clues. Did you know that Mr. Salt and Mrs. Pepper now have four kids? I, no, no. Yeah, well, uh, Mr. Salt and Mrs. Pepper just had twins in Sage and Cumin. Truman, can you name the two other of Mr. Salt and Mrs. Pepper's kids? Here's the thing. I was not as big. Uh, we talked about this yesterday. I was not as big of a Blue's Clues guy as you. Uh, I, just, I, you know, I was more Bear in the Big Blue House, but I know one is Paprika. Uh-huh. And the That's other... Correct. What did you... Sorry, what were the two that were added? Uh, sage and cumin. Oh, so the last one's cinnamon, correct? Yes, that it's is only, correct. It's only, because correct. You guys, it's only because you guys discussed it yesterday. <laughs> I was <laughs> listening to be like, well, every, well, everybody knows it's those two. So, just the yeah, shout-out. Blue Clues, just... Uh, I just want to give a quick shout-out to just a show that just adapts with the times and doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon. Shout-out to the model couple over there on Blue's Cruise. On Blue's Clues. <laughs> so... Uh, we had, uh, for Euro Pop Culture Minute last, last week, we had a, uh, a little bit of a food take. Uh-huh. And That's I'm, right. I'm, you know, and I, not to, you know, not to beat a dead horse here, but I'm also uh-huh. gonna follow along with another food take. All right, there you go. Because what had what hit, what had hit my timeline today was, uh, it was a poll that people had put out, and there was, there was nine foods... And you, were, you had to throw out one forever. I'll tell you, the nine foods were burgers, tacos, fried chicken, shrimp, crab legs, fried fish, pizza, pasta, and steak. Oh, what did all, you out? All pretty much crowd favorites. But uh, I've got to say, out of those nine, there Wait, is an obvious one. Give it to me one. one more time. Okay, okay. Give it to me one more time. There's an obvious one. Obvi- uh, burgers, tacos, yep. fried chicken, yep. shrimp, crab legs, fried fish, pizza, pasta, and steak. Oh, I think there is an obvious one, Truman. For me, it's the one that you got to do the most work for. There's only one that I got to bring my utensils for. There's only one that I got to bring a bucket for. There's only one that one that I've got to wear a bib. You have to have something to dip it in. There's only one thing here. It's crab legs. Crab legs have to go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, where were you at? Where were you? Oh, I was somewhere else. Where, what's your what's your, what was your obvious choice? You see. Dude, uh, well, I, I don't know if you know this about me, but my family has a tradition with, of the crawfish. Uh, the craw- I thought with, it's the crawfish boil. Uh, well, there's crawfish, but also we have a, we that is an Easter tradition, but our Christmas tradition is we always pick. So I can't. I, I, I'm willing to hear it, but get pasta out of here, man. You know, I know it's versatile, and you can do anything with it, and I love pasta. But just those other eight are just. 
Just too good. I just I'm you can keep your you can keep your crab legs. Uh, I especially if I get to keep shrimp and fried fish. Fried fish, fresh. Oh man, you just fresh. Skin. My grandpa used to bring home the best. He'd go catch the the lake maximum at, uh, of crappie. He'd go bring them back home and skin them. Oh, dip in that homemade batter. Fry it out. I'm with you. Fry it out on the deck. Oh yeah, man. It was. I'm with you, dude. Fried fish and delicious. Fried fish. So yeah. So for me, it's crab legs. Crab legs. You can, you, can, you can get out of here. I need I need butter. I need utensils. I need I need buckets. I need. I'm I'm sick of it. All right. You also I'm sick need a tool. of. I'm <laughs> see, yeah. I'm <laughs> sick. Of, I'm sick of all this goddamn work. Give me some food. I I only have so much time in the day. I can't spend three hours trying to eat crab legs. All right. <laughs> This, uh, this from a man who uh, spends fourteen hours smoking things. <laughs> Meat smoke smoking barbecue is different. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, of course, I have been Truman Steen. I can be found at twitch.tv slash Steen Machine. S T E E H N M A C H I N E. Same found at on Twitter at the same at the same tag. Um, that has been Owen Dom, found at twitch.tv slash domination7. That is twitch.tv slash d-a-h-m-i-n-a-t-i-o-n-7. Yes, sir. He's great. Uh, yeah, come check us out. Uh, obviously we record these on Tuesdays, live on Twitch at 7, 7 p.m. Central on both our Twitch channels, and then uploaded to Spotify on Thursdays in the morning. Uh, I appreciate everybody being here. It's been good. Owen, always good to have you. Mm-hmm. Just don't forget, Spotify's on Thursday, boys. Spotify on Thursdays. All right, you guys. I'll see you. Bye.